Praise be Jesus Christ. Now and forever. So, um, Mama, thank you for finding this wonderful prayer. And, um, and then we were just having a conversation about how apropos it is to our time. And uh, so I just want to read it for all the listeners because it's, uh, it's very insightful what we're looking at transpiring right now on our path towards the return of uh, the original and divine holiness, the coming of the kingdom, the era of peace. But in order to get there, of course, we have to go through all of the labor pains and the battle. And there's a biblical pattern that is repeating itself right now. So this is from the 1962 uh, Roman Daily Missal in the back. It's on page 1794, in case anybody has it. It's a beautiful prayer to Our Lady Guadalupe, and I'm going to read it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. O Holy Mary, Virgin Mother of God, who, as Our Lady of Guadalupe, didst aid in, <clears throat> didst aid in the conversion of Mexico from paganism in a most miraculous way, we now beseech thee to bring about in these our times the early conversion of our modern world from its present neo-paganism, to the one holy Catholic and apostolic church of thy divine son, Jesus Christ, starting in the Americas and extending throughout the entire world, so that soon there may be truly one fold and one shepherd, with all governments recognizing the reign of thy son, Jesus Christ the King. We ask this of the Eternal Father, through Jesus Christ his Son, our Lord, and by thy powerful intercession, all for the salvation of souls, the triumph of the church, and peace in the world. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So what struck us was this line in the middle of the prayer. It says, We now beseech thee, Our Lady Guadalupe, to bring about in these our times the early conversion of our modern world from its present neo-paganism to the Catholic Church. From its neo-paganism. And what we're seeing right now with the... Uh, with with leaders within the Holy Roman Catholic Church processing these, Lord have mercy, Pachamama, so-called idols, into St. Peter's and having a worship ceremony in the Vatican Gardens to worship the earth and this this idol and you know, and all of the other atrocities that we're seeing that we're actually seeing this paganism coming up to the front, and it is exactly what the people of God did in the Old Testament. They made a golden calf, and it was the leader that Moses left in charge of the people, Aaron, that did it. Mm -hmm. Yes, just uh, as our current leadership uh, is collecting all, all of the... Um, smoke gold mm, mm. the the things that we see the I, I can't to to offer to our lord all of the holy things and they are absconding with them and orienting them towards towards a new church yes that is being built yes and this too is prophesied so saint um, i'm sorry blessed Anne catherine emmerich um, describe this, and there are plenty of other talks out there that describe the 
the new Church of Man that um, Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich saw being built. Um, but what we were talking about was that, and and so and that absolutely is happening. And w- the pattern that it fits in with biblically is the people of God wandering away, mm-hmm. and and the father having to come chastise his sons, having to come bring them back. But this time we see with the uh, with the advent of all of these factors like culminating in time with specifically with what our lady has been telling us for the past 150 years where everything is leading towards um, with the the change of the era that these indicators that we see um, are very important to recognize that we have um, exactly the same kind of behavior inside the church as as in the Old Testament, and it's nothing new, but it is um, it is it's incumbent upon us to have our eyes wide open, and that's the point that I want to get across today. That's on our hearts to share, that we recognize the infidelity that we've all been complicit in. By the way, that you know every one of us has shared in, and that we strive mightily to pray against the intrusion of the devil into the sanctuary of God. And this prayer to Our Lady of Guadalupe that I read at the beginning is very powerful. And, you know, our kindred spirits in the faith that wrote these kinds of prayers, you know, before we had the revolution, our, as some people call it, the 1789 moment inside the church. Um, What would that be? Um, 60 years ago. That was concurrent with the apparitions of of um, Garibandal, by the way, exactly. So before we had this um, apparent revolution, then the revolution, of course, had been brewing for a long time to lead up to the point where we could accept Pachamama being um, worshipped in a ceremony to basically conquer um, St. Peter's, and it's like a victory march into the church, that before any of this could come to fruition and become real. There's a lot of preparatory work that had to come by um, uh, by the modernists. And so we understand the subversion the, of the church from within, the erosion of the foundations. And all of that is, you know, it's, it's beyond our individual scope of control. But what is within our control is that we can pray. We can have our eyes wide open. We can be the virgins that have our lamps full. We can be prepared because as we see things crumbling and as we are uh, marching with our families and those that our Lord assigns to us to bring to him the little souls around us and the little souls we can pray and intercede for, that we have to be vigilant in prayer and realize what's going on because we cannot be asleep. We have to always, always pray. Christ our King. Thy kingdom come. Thy kingdom come.